Welcome, everybody, to episode 18 of Stupid or Irresponsible. I am Justin Shelley, CEO of Master Computing. And I'm Joe Milo, CIO of Master Computing. And Joe, uh, I just realized you don't have a headset. That's all right. It is all right, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, swing this over your way. All righty. Make sure I've got the wires right. And, you know, I thought about stopping the recording, but then I thought, hey, you know what? Let's just keep rolling. <laughs> Not, uh, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, spontaneous. Whatever, yeah. Sure. <laughs> We're just a couple of nut jobs <laughs> in a recording studio talking about cybersecurity. Um, Joe, we've kind of gotten in the habit of starting off talking about the most interesting thing that's happened to us this week. And maybe I'll start with this is two technical problems <laughs> right at the beginning of the show. Um, but uh, what, what about you? What, what's the most interesting thing that's happened to you this week? Uh, well, we just had the Christmas break. I uh, got to go do that. I had uh, and got to navigate. Uh, girlfriend's family had COVID. Her mom did. Oh, dang. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, had had some logistics. She got to go. She got to watch her kids open presents through uh, through a window inside the house while I was stood outside. It's kind of weird. Like outside in the outside cold the house, or whatever. In the cold and the dark in oh. the morning. Because that's how they wait. Roll. So the mom was inside and you guys were outside or Precisely. vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's brutal. Oh yeah, yeah. So I got to ask. I mean, how is she? Is she's fine? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dealing with symptoms, but not. She said uh, she couldn't taste anything. Uh, okay. She still can't. I guess that's been about a week going now, or a week and a half now. Uh, but other than that, she had some allergy. She thought it was allergies the yeah. first couple of days, um, and after that, she's fine. She just good. In bed. Good to hear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen, I think that's mostly what happens when people get this. It's been a lot of fear, a lot of hype. Most people are fine, but. You know, it, it's real. People are getting sick, and yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Especially when it wrecks a freaking holiday. Yeah, so no kidding. All right, what else you got? Is that it? Well, I want to know, what, what was your most interesting thing of the week? Oh, you know what? It's It's been a weird week for us, and so uh, what I'll say is the most interesting thing that happened to me is my wife got a new wedding ring. Hey. And I had it from you, correct? Well, or? so that's, <laughs> you know, it it, uh, it still represents me as far as I know, but <laughs> I had nothing to do with picking it out or purchasing it. She hey. just, uh, she showed it to me and said she wanted it. And then she sent me a picture just this morning of, hey, look what I got in the mail today. So was it the invoice or the actual ring? No, the actual oh, okay, ring. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still paid for it, but you know, oh, yeah, there you go. So, yeah. You know, we're coming up on 25 years, so getting ready to celebrate wow. a quarter century yeah. of marriage. We're, we're renewing our vows. That's kind of what spawned Super this cool, idea yeah. of getting a new ring and everything. So nice. it's, a, it's a time of fresh starts, right? As we hey. wrap up 2020, move into 2021. Um, yeah, we're, we're planning a 25-year celebration. That's awesome. Of wedded bliss, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> and we laugh because we know. <laughs> um, all right. All good. So let's go on, Joe. We uh, we also kind of talk about why we call the show stupid or irresponsible. Listen, in short, we're trying to get attention. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to get attention because people are getting hit. This is damaging lives. It's putting people out of business. Cybersecurity is the number one threat to small businesses. I would argue to any business, um, but it's something that needs to be taken seriously. And you know, initially we're kind of coddling. We're trying to coax and be nice and gentle and bear hug and rainbows and unicorns and all that. And uh, it's not enough. No. Like we we have to get more serious about this. And on, and folks, if you don't, I mean, it's just stupid. You're playing Russian roulette with your business. Yeah. 
because eventually you're going to get hit. You're going to be out of business. And now not only is your income lost, your baby that you built is gone, but you've got people that you employed who don't have a paycheck. You've got customers, clients, patients, whatever, who, uh, I mean, it's, it's a mess. It's a disaster out there. So, um, we're not going to sugarcoat it. If you're doing stupid stuff, we're going to call you on it. Uh, you know, hey, if we're doing stupid stuff, we'll call ourselves on it. We've done that too, and yeah. uh, and but we do want to learn from other people's mistakes. Ideally, that's <laughs> that's the cheaper way. To really, go. the the, <laughs> the point of this show is to learn what other people are doing, stupid mistakes people are making, and let's do better. Yeah, you know, let's let's avoid these disasters. On that note, Joe, do we have any stupid updates? Well, as always, the Solar Winds breach has got some new updates. Uh, it's been really fun watching that unfold. Uh, well, I think it's interesting that we're no longer calling it the Cyber Eye breach, which is what we initially called yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Right? So there's something we can, uh, you know, take a look at and see how can we emulate in the positive way somebody right. that did it right. Yes, um, Cyber Eye, you're talking about precisely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't imagine a business that got hit harder that was higher up that had more fingers in the pie and came out of this smelling like roses versus yeah every other situation where you're either losing all of your business if not most of it all of your credibility out the window you name it these guys uh above and beyond like well uh, so this is a actually a let me go back and i know i've said this so many times but the title of our podcast started with a marketing campaign with a headline of when you get hit with a cybercrime event are they going to call you stupid or just irresponsible? And here we're looking at a company who got hit, and they're not being called stupid or irresponsible. They're actually being praised for the way they handled it. Uh, I think you mentioned before their stocks have gone up yeah, substantially. Substantially. Um, yeah. So business is good for these guys. Th- let's let's pay attention, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and now, like I pointed out, we're not calling it the fire eye breach anymore, yep. which is what we thought it was initially. Yeah. Uh, they actually do have some cool inner, inner words. They've made up some new terms. Oh, always. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, in fact, so the one previously they're calling the exploit the sunburst, sunburst exploit. Um, that's how they went into, uh, you know, the Orion insist, the Orion servers, update servers. Yeah. They put in their, their malware. Um, that whole process they're calling sunburst. Well, they found in detailed analysis, um, and this is, you know, through FireEye, through Microsoft, through some other third-party stuff, there was actually another backdoor. Wow! Totally unrelated with all unrelated. 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 Different people. Oh boy. Different uh, backdoor. Different techniques. Oh, They're calling this one uh, Supernova. New DLL. They just uh, and in fact, this one they don't have a fix for uh, for a couple of versions. Now there are patches. There are ways. You know, there are obviously ways to mitigate uninstall. <laughs> yeah, reinstall with the new stuff, but they don't. They can't even fix this this uh, deal. This dang, thing. yeah. Um, and also, the the good news is uh, the the uh, the people that are exploiting, and they you know they haven't mentioned who, um, but uh, they they are required to have uh, you know they have to sneak up admin access for this to work. So it's not okay. an actually like if they do indeed uh, have admin credentials and there are a million ways to skin that cat sure specifically all those email spam campaigns that are going around these days um they can do these exploits these back doors and do all their fun stuff but uh they need that unauthorized access to access the network to begin with so it's not nearly as uh volatile as the uh, sunburst um where they're just straight up in there 
Um, and without knowing because you're just automatically downloading updates or you're manually downloading updates and they're all legitimate or as far as you know they are. Right. This backdoor, it's just fa- it's just like the old days <laughs> of of prior uh, malware where, you know. It's, yeah. It's just hidden, but it's definitely malware and they also need admin credentials to do so. So anyway, that's the latest update there. Okay. Uh, well, so this is this may be a good segue here. We've... Uh, as we introduce the topic or, or the, the tip of the day, sure. right? The number one security threat, the number one threat to your cybersecurity, I guess, if I read the title properly, yeah. is dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, this isn't the first time we've mentioned it, but Joe, go ahead and spill the beans. What's the number one security threat? Well, it's you. Yeah, damn straight, it's me. <laughs> it's, it's the human element, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and, and so as you were going over this, <coughs> Excuse me. The fire eye breach, the uh, solar winds breach, the whatever we're calling it now. This is truly an example where technology was used to breach a system. Mm-hmm. Like this is software. It's engineered. It's it's a lot of these breaches are what we call social engineering. It's the human element. Yeah. The the, the human majority. is the number one. Uh, the weakest link yeah. in the chain of security. Yeah. And it, it was interesting. So as you're, you're working your way through that and you're talking about the technology and the DLL, this and the uninstall and the whatever. And then you came to that key point where you've got to have admin credentials. And the way they get that is right back to the social engineering. Yeah. It's right back to tricking somebody in some way to give up access, um, usually unknowingly to the bad guys. Yeah. And now we've got that perfect storm of they've got the technology, they've got the software in place, the malware, mm-hmm. and then they they trick some person into uh, giving them the, what yeah. what they need to what finish this yeah. off. Exactly. You know, like this is the, the catalyst, it's the the primer on the C4, whatever the hell that's called. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the wrong word, the charge. I don't know. You can tell I don't Something, build yeah. bombs for in my spare time. Had so. <laughs> been in Nashville recently, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so moving on from Nashville, uh, because that could take us another hour or two to dissect that one. Let's talk about this human element of cybersecurity, Joe. What why is it such a problem? How do we prevent it? Uh, what what do you got for people? Yeah, so, you know, like it or not, human beings, we're our own worst enemies online, inviting hackers, viruses, data breaches, data loss, you know it, uh, through seemingly innocent actions every day. Uh, you know, every day-to-day operation you do, you're opening your email, you're answering texts, you're answering email or phone calls. Um, most cases done without malicious intent, you know. If, if you as a manager or an owner, um, you're not monitoring what websites your employees are visiting, um, you know, maybe you're pretty cognizant of what to do and how to react, uh, but maybe your employees don't. Uh, maybe that's not a priority for the business. Um, you know, what files are you sending and receiving through your email? Does it have, uh, you know, potentially damaging information? Maybe they're sending passwords to somebody they shouldn't be. Maybe they're sending passwords at all through email. Shouldn't be happening. Uh, maybe they're saving password files on their computer and maybe they're saving your password on your computer. Uh, it's sending that around. Um, you know, um, employees' actions can subject they can subject the company they work for for monetary loss, civil lawsuits, data theft, criminal charges. If they involve disclosure of confidential comp- you know company information, transmission of porn, uh, you know if they're doing if they're up to no good, yeah, in your name, uh, you know there's no telling, right? You know you can't watch everybody all the time. You can't just babysit every one of your employees all the time, um, or even their kids. 
now that there's this work from home and you got your, you know, maybe you got a VPN. There's just too many angles that uh, everyone can get popped for. So, Joe, I'm going to push back a little bit on this one. What you got? Well, you're talking about employees and monitoring employees and employees might be the problem. Um, I'm going to call a little bit of bullshit here because as an owner of a company, I can tell you that the owners typically are where the problem starts. Oh, yeah. no, And, yeah. and I, you're kind of getting at that, but I, I want to make that very clear because, you know, this is my life that I live in is out trying to sell this service to owners of companies. And it is a tough sell because a lot of times it's just it's not on their mind. It's not their type top priority. You got too many other problems that they're trying to deal with. Yeah, too many and elsewhere. And yeah, yeah. And so the the owner of a company, the executives, a lot of times they're the primary target, and they are also a lot of times the least trained. Yeah. Uh, the the easiest to engineer socially. And definitely the highest target because they've got full access to everything. They've, they've got, got full the, access. Yeah. They and got keys to the bank. They got the credit card. You know, they and got so distracted by so many other things that they're doing that it's just not on their minds. Yep. So, yes, employees are a big part of the problem. Um, hey, Mr. Business Owner, so are you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at myself in the mirror while I say that. Yeah. So, um, all right. I, I think I kind of interrupted you. Go on. Well, I just want to say, you know, what can you do? What do you do now? Um, Main thing, have you know, have an accessible use policy. Make policies out of this stuff. Outline what your employees can and can't do. What you can do, you know, with your email, with your data, with your internet, with your computers, your phones. You issue out phones. Make sure you got a policy there. Um, that way, you know how to play safe. You know what to do. And then second, second, implement it. Say you you got a policy. You need training once a year. Yeah. Do the training. Right. You have your employees do all the training. Make sure you, as an owner, do the training. Make sure your employees are doing the training. Uh, just keeping this stuff on the top of your mind. Uh, it's so easy to slip, you know, not have to think about it. And then now you don't think about it. And a year goes by and two years go by and stuff happens. And here you go. Now we got a breach. Now the whole company is infiltrated. And it's just, it's, it's bad all over for everybody. So involved. you're saying, okay, the, the key approach to solving this human, yeah. human problem, the human element of cybersecurity, how I like to phrase that, is one, create policies. And two, train people on policies, train people on cybersecurity. Exactly. Sounds simple. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I've told, I said, I started this off by saying, hey, I'll tell you guys when I'm doing stupid stuff. I have a, a folder of policies sitting right outside my door, yeah. which is the latest revision of the policies that are for my review. And they've been sitting there and I have yet to pull them out and, and read them. That's so fine. You have no, 24 hours before the Well, this is, I, listen, I'm just making a public <laughs> statement that I'm on my way out the door tonight. I'm taking those with me as homework to make sure that I'm reviewing our own policies. And it's not that I haven't seen previous versions. This is just the most recent version. Right. But it's easy for me to walk right by that, which I've done several days in a row now sure. without pulling that thing out and looking well, at it. I'll tell you what, and even easier to just sign your name, just like you do sure. when you download that yep. app and it's got 4,000 page uh, terms of service. And you, yeah, okay, I agree. Right, right. Yeah, it's so easy to do that. Do we have a policy? Hit a clutch check mark? Yes, okay. We're HIPAA compliant. We're PCI compliant. Right. Horseshit. Yeah. You didn't read a word. <laughs> right. You don't even know. Didn't read it and sure yeah. as hell are not implementing it. Yeah. And so you and I talked about this recently in a planning meeting that, and I don't remember if we talked specifically about fire drills. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. But, you know, our, our kids, they go to public schools and they're constantly doing staged fire drills. Yeah. What do we do if the building is burning down? You know, we've got this thing ingrained in their minds so that if and when that, un that tragic event happens, the students know what to do. Yeah. 
they haven't just learned what to do, they've practiced what to do. Right. So this is a key part of security is having the policies, understanding what's in them, doing the training, but also running through fire drills. Yeah, absolutely. Cybersecurity version of fire drills. Yeah. Um, Disaster recoveries, we call them. Yeah, yeah. A simulated disaster recovery, right? Yeah, so yeah. We, we simulate the actual event, and then we work through, uh, what do you do? And, exactly. and train on this, practice it so that it yeah. does. We want to be the uh, the counterpart of FireEye, right? If right. we get hit, we want to be able to handle it like they did. And so um, the good news is two out of these three things, because I added one, the fire drill or the um, <laughs> disaster simulated recovery. disaster recovery. The first two, the policies mm-hmm. and the training, we actually give away for free. Yep. Um, the simulations are – they're too involved. They're too labor intensive for us to give them away, but we will absolutely get you started with those first two. Yeah. So that that comes back to our constant uh, reminder. Go to mastercomputing.com. Shameless plug here. Mastercomputing.com slash discovery. 10 minute phone call and, and we'll kind of go through some things. We'll look at where you're at and um, you'll walk away with those policies. Yeah. And if you have any questions, let's just say, yeah. you know, am I covered? What right. is the business, you know, what does it look like? What should I be looking for? Any of those kind of just one-off questions you don't know who to ask, you don't call Best Buy, call us. It's free. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Jump on a call. Just figure out where you are. Get your pulse. Yeah. So there's the tip. Yep. Um, next up, Joe, headlines. Yeah, headlines. What's, so we got uh, a couple. What's going on out there? Yeah. Um, so speaking of ransomware, well, actually, I wanted to jump in here first. Okay. Um, the FinCEN, that's the U.S. Uh, Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, just considered this another government entity, you know, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. They just issued another alert. Um, before Christmas, they were sending out mass spam email campaigns about Amazon gift cards and Starbucks gift cards. Click here, punch in your info, and it was all a, sh- it was all a sham. It was going right. into their bank accounts, right? Before that, put in your email account. Uh, give me your Office 365 credentials. Give me your Azure. Well, they put out an alert. There is a gigantic campaign going on for COVID vaccines. Get your COVID oh, vaccines early. Get them. Uh, get signed up for them. Get them. Get them while they're hot. Um, apparently, that's going on like crazy right now. Keep an eye out for COVID scams. Okay, so let let's walk through this. I yeah. get the email and it says I can get a vaccine earlier, and yeah. I want this, and so I assume there's a link in there I'm supposed to click. There will be different variations. The two primary are click this link, and that's generally how they get around your spam filter. Okay, um, and when no you click the link, what happens? Well, it takes you to a fake website. Yep. Uh, where you can punch in all your uh, you know essential information. Are they back to asking for like? Email login credentials or... Get your full name. Uh, what's your social security, date of birth. Okay. All that fun stuff. So they're just stealing your, your PII, per, Your right? PII, yeah. Personally yeah. identifiable yeah. information or whatever yeah. that stands for. And it could be all kinds of stuff. They could be getting your PHI. Right. Your health information. Your, uh, you know, what what's your main doctor, any pre-diagnosed uh, conditions, that kind of stuff, um, which is all, should be totally top secret. Right. HIPAA compliancy and whatnot. Okay. Um, you know... <laughs> Interesting. But typically, they're just trying to steal all your information. What, do you got to log in? Let me get your us.gov login, and uh, yeah. now they've got access to your tax records, and now it's tax season, yada, yada. Crazy. So all they need is the info, and they'll figure out how to use it uh, to their benefit. Yeah, so if you need a vaccine, talk to your doctor. Yeah. Uh, don't don't be clicking <laughs> links on your email to get a vaccine. So here's a fun stat, speaking to which, and I wanted to show you this. You almost had me uh, spouting it earlier when you were talking about Okay. Uh, you are the number one yeah. uh, culprit. Here is, to date, 
uh, uh, just this year, two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. I'm sorry, two hundred seventy-five thousand Americans to date have reported, meaning that number of actual victims is much higher. Financial losses due to quote unquote COVID scams. Wow. What's a COVID scam? Mostly, it was the stimulus pa- packages. Uh, yeah. People signing off or pretending to be you, uh, collecting that those dollars. Oh. That was the majority of it. Okay. Uh, but here's a whole laundry list. I, I brought in a uh, kind of a list of contact methods. How how did they get breached? Of of these two hundred seventy five thousand, um, it looks like about forty percent of them said how it happened. Number one, of course, is email, and then it goes to websites, phone. Kind of whittles down there, but email above and beyond twelve and a half million of, you know, a majority, almost yeah. almost half of all those. So you can expect through email, there's going to be scams, there's going to be compromises, there's going to be click this link, go here, download this, check this invoice attachment here. Uh, here's your invoice with no subject, that kind of stuff. Stay vigilant in your emails, guys. Well, and phone call is a. I'm, I'm seeing that as a top contender here, too. Yeah, uh, that's the particular favorite of the elderly who don't really deal okay. with email. They don't really deal with letters, uh. but they will answer a phone call. And if you're saying you're the government and... Right. Or, or I heard uh, most recently, and this is uh, just a random person calling in, hey, help me out here, what do I do? Uh, grandma got called saying that their their granddaughter was in jail and they need to get $400 oh, yeah. wired to them. Yeah. You know? I've heard of that that's one. That's a favorite one for, you know? Yeah. And if you're... Old grandma sitting on Oh, yeah. I don't want poor Billy staying in jail. I got to save him. Uh, He was such a good boy. This stuff makes me sick. Yeah, it's disgusting, man. There's some sickos in this world. Uh, But yeah, so stay vigilant, fellas and ladies. Um, Look out for those COVID emails. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't get your vaccines from email. Yeah. Like, this is never going to be a good strategy. Yeah. You're not going to get it early. You're not going to, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just go to your doctor. Um, yeah, go through the proper channels <laughs> for sure. Uh, no, just a minor headline. Uh, Whirlpool. Um, yeah. I've got a fridge. I've got a dishwasher. They're both Whirlpool. Uh, they got hit with what they're calling Nephilim uh, ransomware. Uh, this is through the RDB uh, Citrix vulnerability, which has been around for since WannaCry several years now. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. This is essentially why they shut down remote desktop through and uh, shut down Windows Seven. Said, don't use Windows 7. There's oh. a vulnerability. This is the one. Really? Whirlpool, Whirlpool headquarters got busted. Their servers. They still run on, like, the, what's the Windows 7 equivalent on, in the server world? 2008. 2008. Uh, 8R2. Okay. Uh, but. Was that what it was? No. This So, anything that's running a Citrix server that's enabling RDP. So, if you're accessing through RDP without a VPN. Into okay. a server, there's a vulnerability there. Oh, okay. Okay. So if you are using remote desktop protocol, if you have a little shortcut that looks like a computer on your desk and you're not connecting to a VPN and that computer or server is elsewhere, fix it. So Talk they had RDP ports open, is what you're saying? Yeah. There's yeah. Well, essentially, so Citrix. Yeah. Citrix is uh, it's different. It's it's a virtualization. It's like VMware. It's like a it's a host of, you know, it's it's a type one of machine way that acts that you like a whole bunch. to a remote desktop. Yeah. yeah. To another server. And uh, through those, there's some backdoor channels okay. you can get in there and do administrative stuff. So I'm, 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 the reason I'm digging is like, what, what's the lesson to be learned here? What was it out of date software? Was like how how would they have prevented that? Uh, disable RDP. Don't use RDP. So it's still it was still facing. a publicly available RDP port. Correct. But yeah. Okay. Like uh-huh. this is stuff. Like for. for I'm I'm trying not to swear too much here, Joe, because it is still kind of a family show. <laughs> what in the hell? Yeah, this is security 101. Like yeah. if if you 
have any knowledge whatsoever of cybersecurity, you know RDP ports need to be shut. Yeah. So, but this is another situation where maybe you, you know, a company spent the money up front to make this thing work. Yeah. And it was a one-time thing, and now it's working, and they don't care anymore. So it's been working. I'm not, I don't care how it works. I pay the IT guys. They did it. I, right. I don't need to buy an IT guy. It's only three people. Yeah. We, you know, we got everything working. All we do is this, that, and the other. Well, this is exactly what happens. Now they're breached. Well, anywho, um, it worked out for them. They had backups, uh, offsite backups. Uh, unfortunately, you know, they're fully operational now, but unfortunately they did release uh, private employee information. The uh, bad guys and, did. Yeah. Okay. So they downloaded information. That's the new, yeah. the new, the, the new version right of extortion. Exactly. So yeah. before they would say, we're not going to give you your encryption key. Everything's broken until. Right. You, well, you we know, just got smart with us. backups. Exactly. So with backups, they're able to restore uh, back encryption, that kind of thing. Uh, and so now what they're doing is downloading the data before they encrypt everything and then releasing it to public to kind of, you know, extort you. Yeah. So they did do, go ahead and do that. Um, but they're fully operational now. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. But it's showing you the trend of where everything's going. So. And, and so I just, I, I want to make this point again. Like, I don't want to publicly smear um, Whirlpool because we don't work there. We don't know the details of, like, we, we know some information. Right. We, we can definitely pull some information about it. But. I want to point out because these are big companies and I frequently say on this show that one of the problems I run into when trying to sell cybersecurity services is people think, well, if these large companies like Whirlpool are getting breached, what chance do I as a small company have against, you know, to defend against this stuff? And, and I want to point this out again with the small print of i don't know the exact details of this particular breach but i will tell you that none of our clients have rdp ports open yeah damn straight so <laughs> we do have a chance guys it's just following best practices and honestly small businesses actually i think have a better chance because there's way less bureaucracy to go through in order to get stuff hap yeah. to happen right right we don't have to go through seven levels of management yeah. to close a port yeah. we just tell our clients guess what if you're going to do business with us this port's closed right now we can accomplish the same thing by installing a vpn and you know whatever right. we won't get into the technical details of it we can still give you what you need but you're not having an open RDP port. That's exactly. not happening. Right. And if you want that, go somewhere else. Yeah. Get your business. So I, like, I don't even care. I don't even want them as a customer. I don't want their money. I don't want the liability. <laughs> yeah. Is what I don't want. 100%. Because I'll tell uh, you, yeah, you leave the front door unlocked. Yeah. It's more convenient for you. Yeah. This and you don't even, want to pay to fix the lock. Then. This isn't even a key under the mat. This right. is like the door's open. Yeah. Wide open. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. And again, the small print. We aren't there. We right. don't know the details. I'm not trying to bag on them, but I am saying so much of this stuff is preventable. Yeah. So much of it's preventable. Yep. So, all right. What else do you have on headlines, Joe, or, is, or did, did you get through them? Yeah, that was it. Uh, okay. So we've got teasers for next week. Yep. I want you to know if you've ever said this, you're asking to be hacked. Ooh. What is that? I don't know. What is it that I have may have said? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to learn about it next week, I guess. This will be our first podcast of 2021. Hey. Right? Yeah. Because today's the 30th as we record this. Um, New Year's plans? I, I, well, I mean, no, not really. No? But I definitely wanted to say Happy New Year's to, you know, the, the listening audience. <laughs> I mean, 
2020. I, geez, I, it's been said enough times. I don't need to say it again. But, and and it's not that because the calendar changes, everything's going to magically get better. But it is nice to be looking at um, maybe even just a mental or an emotional reset. Sure. Like let's let's dig deep. Let's try harder. Let's do better. Let's uh, you know run our businesses a little bit smarter. Um, for God's sake, let's lock down our RDP ports. <laughs> let's make that a 2021 New Year's resolution. Lock down your RDP ports, please. And if you don't know what that means, that's fine. Mastercomputing.com slash discovery. I'll tell you what it means and we'll do it for you. Um, what else you got, Joe? Anything else? Any sign-off notes? Anything we missed? Uh, yeah, book your 10-minute discovery call. Mastercomputing.com slash discovery. 10 minutes just check your pulse see where you're at yeah you got a weird question got a one-off you have no idea how's quickbook works yeah talk to us yep whatever doesn't matter <laughs> it, it, it's a freebie it's a giveaway so um listen and it doesn't come with high pressure sales i've mentioned that before i get on plenty of these calls that uh, with people that we don't do business with yeah i give them advice and they roll it they roll it out themselves. They get with somebody else. And you know what? God bless. Yep. That's fine. Yep. We have enough new customers coming in that uh, I, I'm not going to chase down people that don't want to do business with us. It's right. fine. Um, but yeah, get get another set of eyes on your security. For sure. So, all right. Super easy. That's all I got. See you guys next week. All right. Happy New Year's.